Hello, and welcome to I Love It, Don't You? The podcast where friends share with friends whether they like it or not. I'm Elizabeth. I'm Kim. And I'm Janelle. And this week, I forced them to watch Scream, the TV series, the first five episodes. Um, The reason I... like wanted them to watch this. I love it. And I was really just desperate to come up with something for them to watch. And I was scrolling through my Netflix and I got excited when I saw this uh, TV series. So I was like, this is what we're watching. I did not have high hopes that either of them would like it. So <laughs> let's get started. <laughs> let's see. <laughs> um, I want to hear Kim's reaction first. because It could have had potential. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan because I find most of the characters unlikable. Okay. <laughs> and therefore, it's very hard to watch a show where you kind of wish they'd all be the next um, victim of the serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> That's also kind of fun, though, honestly. I know, I'm sorry, I'm breaking in, but that that is kind of fun. Like, oh, I hate this person. I hope they get axed. Yes. <laughs> well, well, we'll get into, like, the one or two people I actually liked in, in, on, in the thing. and um, But, yeah, no, Janelle, go ahead. Um... So let me let me preface all of this. Elizabeth already knows this, but I am only two episodes away from the second season finale. I've watched what's that like like twenty one episodes in the past like five days. <laughs> that being said, um, surprisingly, it's not my favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this came along at the right time, though. That's the okay. thing. Sometimes with shows, it doesn't matter if, like, it's the best thing I've ever seen. It depends on the timing. And so yeah. we're, we just got out of class, mm-hmm. um, and I am caught up on everything. And so, like, the idea of having, like, a little mystery to kind of sink my claws into is, yeah, this is a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> so... If you're wanting something that's like a super heavy mystery that, you know, you you really got to put a lot of like thought into, you don't want this show. But if you want to kind of be sitting on the edge of your seat trying to figure out things, but fully knowing the entire time you can't figure it out, um, this is your show. And the reason why it kind of gets on my nerves is that it's so hard to talk about it without spoilers, Um, (laughs) is that... In some ways, it's kind of cheap how it's written. Okay. In that, to me, the best mysteries are the ones where you have, you know, you have basically all the clues, you know. Okay. You you pick them up along the way. But what you find out in the end of the season, though, is that, you know, there was literally no way you could know who it was. And that's what irritates me is when, when mm. a show keeps, like, the major thing you know completely secret and with no way for you to figure it out mm-hmm. you know I, I feel like the best mysteries are the ones that you can potentially figure out but you probably won't you know when it's yeah. written that intricately mm-hmm. um but at the same time that doesn't make it a bad show mm-hmm. the thing that <laughs> makes it not that fun for me sometimes though is that it's like young adult um scooby-doo <laughs> <laughs> in that there's all the law enforcement and adults in the uh, world, but they're useless. Oh, yeah. Right. And the kids are never, like, yeah. The number of times Emma has walked into, like, some strange abandoned building where mm-hmm. a killer might be, like, is, like, I don't can't even. Uh, only yeah, adults re- do that, too. Good That's Lord. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally 
have it on my notes. Detective work is crap. <laughs> yeah. Word that I'm not allowed to say on the, the podcast. Um, because, like, and there's so much protocol that is not followed. Let me just leave my evidence laying out on my desk for the whole world to see. <laughs> um, let me go to this abandoned building by myself. Yeah, I've got a gun, but you know what? There's no such thing as backup. There's, I mean... Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> does that really bother you? <laughs> it really does. Because, like, half of the plot would, like, not happen if people would just, like... Do yeah. smart things. Make good choices, people. Yeah, just make good choices. <laughs> but have you met the characters? None of them make good choices. No, I haven't because they're not real. <laughs> have you fictionally met the characters? Um, it. I mean, it's not a bad show. It's not a bad show at all. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. But if you're looking for something like super, you know, mm-hmm. super okay, a, a good if you're into like deep mysteries. Um, go watch, uh, what's it called? The Killing. The Killing or, is, okay. like, have another a really, like, deep mystery. Yeah. This is more like, if you want, it's, it feels serious and everything. It is serious, it's dark, but, like, it's not super heavy, you yeah. know? Yes. And, okay, like, also I have to follow that up with another great mystery show is, um, Broadchurch. And mm. I've watched The Killing and I've watched Broadchurch, and I... I like Broad Church. I mean, it has David Tennant in it, so. Right? <laughs> you know. Um, back to it, like, the thing is, like, I do agree that you can't really figure out who the killer is on your own. Like, I mean, like, obviously, if you spoil yourself or whatever, but. Um, however, since I've seen it multiple times now, I do pick up. Like, they they knew what they were going to do for season two mm-hmm. in season one. And I when I watch season one. I can pick up on those little things that they did leave. Kind of like, I just notice more things. Um, right. That do hint to the story of certain characters. Right. <laughs> well, and there's... Trying not to have any spoilers. Right. But there's a better way that I could say this. And I, but I, it enjoy, would... uh, yeah, I enjoy shows like that where I can go back and I can see something new. And you mm-hmm. can get that with this TV show. Yeah, I'm sure. There's, it's can't even explain it that's the issue here um it's it's kind of like the reason why it's really difficult to figure out who it is perhaps even impossible is because they have an unfair advantage yeah mm-hmm. um dang it <laughs> that was good we'll stop there yeah <laughs> um I do agree that the most of the characters are unlikable. But yes. before we start talking about the unlikable characters, can uh-huh. you tell me one character that you did kind of like? Riley, and then she died. <laughs> Not even Noah? What about Noah? I don't trust Noah. Oh. I don't, okay. like, he could be, but something holds me back, and I don't trust him. And I kind of like Audrey, right? Is I that, love Audrey. I, I like Audrey, although I don't fully trust her. I don't trust anybody. Yeah, that's, that's the other thing. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. It's like a Norar kind of thing where you can't really trust any. I know Riley died. It was so, but spoilers. I love Noah. Well, that's in the first five episodes. Yeah. There's going to okay. be spoilers. I've only watched yeah. the first five There's... episodes. That was episode number three where I was like, I like Audrey and I like Riley. She's cute. She's actually a, a good person, whatever. Uh-huh. I'm like, crap, she's going to die. Yeah. Yeah. And she did. And she did. Um, <laughs> that was sad. So, but can we can we talk about Emma? Yes, we can definitely talk about because Emma. Because she's, you know, the main character or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
And I think she's supposed to be likable. Right. She's mm-hmm. not. She's not likable. <laughs> I totally agree with you. What do you think about Emma? Um, I'm actually kind of surprised with Emma because I figured when I watched this that it was going to be one of those characters that they want me to like, but I just don't care about. Mm-hmm. I figured she would be like one of these squeaky clean characters that is kind of like the everyman person. Okay, yeah. And she mm-hmm. and and most of the time I don't care about that person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever the show or book or anything is, I don't care about that person. That person does not appeal to me. Um so for the sheer fact that she didn't conform to that. Okay. Um I was like I didn't dislike her. Mm-hmm. I just I still don't care. I'm not like super invested in her in any way shape or form. But she didn't annoy me in being, like, super bland. Okay. Um, Because she's got a little bit of spunk. She's got where she's apparently been a jerk and, like, abandoned Audrey. She's got... (laughs) (laughs) She's... I mean, she's not portrayed as just some Mm -hmm. blank sheet. Like, she is actually a person. Um, So, I mean, I'm fine with her. Um, I just think she's stupid like every other character yeah. in this show, what, with a few exceptions. Okay, this is what, you might have different reasons, but uh-huh. the reason that I really don't like Emma is that, and it's the way that she's written, like, she, I feel like she has this huge ego. Like, she thinks that everything mm-hmm. is, like, she takes on responsibility for, like, everything. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, this hat, like... Like the killer kills someone, and she's like, "This is happening because of me." And it's yeah. like, dri- and all, it just drives me crazy. And mm-hmm. also, I don't like it when, um, like these people write like these uh female man characters who refuse to se- accept help from like like protection from the police when like a serial killer mm-hmm. is after you. Like, come on! Like, I would take from like who doesn't take protection? Right? Who goes home and be like, "No, I'm just gonna go to sleep. Nothing's gonna right. happen." Like it, that frustrates me so much. Mm. So, I mean, yeah, that's one of the main things that really bugs me about Emma. It might. Yeah, I just feel like she, in in some ways, she's supposed to be that squeaky clean person, mm-hmm. and like, she's not, and mm-hmm. just, I don't know. I feel like. I feel like these characters in the hands of different actors could have been a lot different. Mm. And I'm just not buying that much. Either the, either the actors or the writers. There's something mm-hmm. just off that just makes this a B-level show instead of an A-plus show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I mean, to, for me, like, yeah. I don't... The relationships... Will needs to be the next victim. Um, I'm sorry, but he no, is... No, that's fine. Oh, <laughs> the worst of the worst. And they're... <laughs> all pretty bad um i feel like janelle and gossip girl honestly yeah. that's what i feel like for this one really um, that's fun but uh what I, what was i saying oh but like the you know the love triangle between her will and the sheriff's son that i can't Karen. even remember his name yeah um like i think you're supposed to be rooting for her and kieran but like he's creepy to me too it's very- Mm-hmm. Okay, good. It's not just me. Like, because, yeah, he's super creepy. And, like, I just don't. She just needs to completely get rid of Will. She just needs to move on. Like, from Kieran. Like, it's just, I'm not interested in these love triangles at all. Mm-hmm. Because they're creepy and gross. And both of the the guys in it are just disgusting and need to be. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> I will say this. 
the and I have that's another thing I have on my list. I have my list sorted into pros, cons, and gets better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can okay. I will say this real quick. I can see that it is slowly getting better mm-hmm. in at like the fifth show. Mm-hmm. But to me, it shouldn't have taken to the fifth show to be seeing improvements. I agree. Yeah. I agree. They do get a lot better, though. Um, like, I never thought I would like Brooke. Like, do you like Brooke her? annoys... I mean, I'm... I mean, do I you not do, hate her? <laughs> I like second season Brooke. Second season Brooke is um, And it, it makes sense for her character, though, that it would take a whole season. Mm-hmm. Well, and I to start be see- likable. You start seeing a different shade of her in in episode five too. Mm-hmm. I think, and like, because I'm like, I could see where I could go to like her and the other guy that is a horrible guy, but at Jake? least he acknowledges it. Yes. Yeah. The at Jake. least he acknowledges it. <laughs> <laughs> the Jake. <laughs> I hate the Jake so much. I, I do love it when Noah oh uh, spray paints his car. <laughs> <laughs> and misspells it intentionally. Yeah. <laughs> That's fabulous. It was great. Uh, that was so Oh, great. my goodness. Um, it's... <sighs> I forget what I was going to say. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. You had the pros, cons, and gets better list. Yeah. Everybody gets better. Okay. The ones they that survive. They get better or they die. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. They get better or they die. And if they were good to begin with, um, they die. <laughs> no, that's actually a joke. Like, not everybody. Um, <laughs> like, Riley is prime example here. Yeah. Actually, I can't think of who else in season one is like that. Right. Like, um, you mean, like, hurts as much when Riley, as Riley when it... Yeah, I can't yeah. think of any other, like, super good characters. I shouldn't be saying that. That's kind of no. a spoiler. Yeah. Well, there's anyway. not really other super good characters. <laughs> There's definitely some unless some unless Audrey and Noah, I guess, but I I just I do not trust Noah. I don't know. There's that's okay, fair. They we... make him sufficiently creepy in the first five episodes. I get, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, um, I can't say anything. I want to like give you spoilers because I don't think you're gonna like watch more. But, we'll give her uh, spoilers at the end of this. Yeah, I need to contain. Well, myself. I'm not sure if I will watch more or not. I don't want spoilers necessarily. Yet. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't see myself follow it. Yeah, but I want to give myself that option. Yeah. yeah, I understand that. The reason I got so far, like I would have stopped at five because the first five are not phenomenal episodes at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't say that the series was like great at all until mm-hmm. one of the last episodes that I watched. I watched it uh, yesterday or today. Um, I don't know. It's very Noah-centered in the second season. Yes. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, um, yeah. Yeah. So, so he dies. Um, <laughs> it's... I forget where I was going with all of this. Um... I don't know. I think the biggest blow to the show is, is the characters, because... And yet it's also clever in a way. Mm. I mean, we kind of already touched on this a little bit, but it's like, if you can straddle the line between your characters being likable and unlikable, Mm -hmm. then you're going to appease people when you kill somebody. (laughs) I also think that there's a strategy where they don't, since they, I mean, you shouldn't be able to figure out who the killer is or, Mm -hmm. you know, it should be hard. Um, So it's also kind of noir to make everybody 
kind of creepy and unlikable mm-hmm. and like give everybody a motive. But so okay. But I I'm I agree with Janelle what Janelle says earlier. Like it should be able to be seen in hindsight. Like yeah. there should be the clues throughout. Like I think like Veronica Mars does a great job with that for season mm-hmm. one. Okay. Is like mm-hmm. what I actually like yeah, log- I mm-hmm. watched like the first the last five episodes of season one first before I ever um so oh. I knew <laughs> I knew like pretty early on who who the, the killer was. Mm-hmm. But then as you're watching season one and know that like you can see it but you don't see it coming if you don't know who it is but you can totally see it coming once you know who it is so i do think that like a good show allows the viewers that opportunity and i mean like i do see kind of clues that they were dropping in season one Mm -hmm. now that i've rewatched it and i know what's happened so like well, and I don't, I don't know because yeah, I don't know who yeah. did who who's doing it. Um, can I switch topics? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so I want to talk about. Well, first I want to talk about like how skeptical I was about MTV doing Scream TV show. Like, I love the original Scream movie, and I was like, when I saw MTV was trying to do it, I was like, you guys are not gonna get it. Like, you, I don't know what you guys are trying to do. Um, but from like I feel like from the first uh, scene of the first episode they at least gave an indication that they knew what the original screen was about yeah you know and I really like how they updated kind of like that opening scene of Scream Mm -hmm. you know with the whole um, technology and her trying to call 9-1 and a calling pottery barn instead which I thought was (laughs) so funny Um, okay and so I've actually I don't think I've ever actually watched the movie Mm -hmm. so how like is kind of the base storyline the same or is it totally different not at all it's more like an inspired by okay it's it's here's the thing i this is this isn't a spoiler this movie's 20 years old now right um it has Drew Barrymore in it. Oh, yeah. I know what happens to Drew okay. Barrymore. I know yeah. some stuff about Scream. I just don't okay. think I've ever actually watched it. So, I actually was, like, really apprehensive when I started the show. Mm-hmm. I can see where it's it's good to show that they know where the source material was, but I was really worried in the first episode and even the first, like, two or three episodes that they were going to lean too closely to the mm-hmm. movie and not do a good job. I think they sufficiently moved far enough away because here's the deal. The first thing that you notice in the series is, oh, this is Bella Thorne. Or, oh, this is a girl that I'm supposed to know. I think she's pretty famous. Yeah. Are they going to try and, like, copy how Scream the movie did it? Where they get, like, the most famous person they can get their hands on and then kill them in the first five minutes? Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, Bella Thorne, is that? She's a Disney. I know her from Disney. Like, yeah, Disney and she's been, she's been branching out more. She was in um, the Duff she, okay. Did you watch the yeah, Duff? Yeah, I did watch the Duff. Yeah, she was like the crappy chick whose name I forget at the moment. Yeah. But, um, it was really hard to see. I've only known her as the Disney like, <laughs> kid, so it's kind of hard for me to see her like in that. See, I've only ever seen her. Thing. I've only ever seen her in crappy roles. Not okay. crappy as in crappy like mean people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, um, so it fit perfectly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was worried by seeing that they got you know somebody that definitely would not be in the TV series. To be the the first person who gets murdered, um, and then See, the I don't think she's like because I I recognize I kind of recognized her maybe but not really so I don't think she's like 
to me it wasn't like oh everybody's gonna know know yeah. who this is I did know she was I'm about to, to think, die like, Selena Gomez it's a generational you know? thing I think Kim I'm sorry oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the the people that are like the target audience the uh-huh. MTV audience they know they would know who this is mm-hmm. and I vaguely know who this is uh-huh. um I know more by her name that she fits that profile. Yeah. So, um, and then, so for like the first three episodes, they did one of the tropes of the movie is that there's all of this fourth wall breaking talk about they did, yes. but tropes. Like you gotta have that if you're gonna do Scream. You yeah. do. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it also worried me that they were gonna do it too much because okay. for the first mm-hmm. three episodes or so, it was really heavy. Like it these was. long, mm-hmm. extensive, like I enjoyed it, but at the same time, I was like, this could get really old. Mm-hmm really fast it needed to find a way to be its own thing um and i think they eventually did though not as good as like like mtv's kind of making a name for this like taking movies that were popular back in the day and making their own series because they did that with teen wolf too oh yeah and i love teen wolf mm-hmm. i haven't watched it in a couple seasons but like because it came to a stopping point and i was like i need to stop <laughs> <laughs> um and it they did a, a really good job with that show too of taking the original source materi- material taking the idea of it and then weaving that in but totally making it its own thing like the the 80s movie was like goofy like comedy yeah. funny and <laughs> the MTV show is very much not um <laughs> it's it's really pretty dark and it, and it only gets darker and everything so i think this is good for what it is on its own mm-hmm. Um, and I think it needs to not be compared to the original movie. Okay. And I think that, I mean, it's good to look at it and go, oh, yeah, I see what they're doing. Yeah. But I think they made a really wise choice by separating it mm-hmm. pretty early on, because otherwise they would have been labeled as just a crappy TV show, because if you're comparing it to the movie all the time, it will not stand up. It will. Yeah, I agree. And it's I I completely agree. It was and it's better to like think of it on its own. Um, I mean, it makes me think of like the recent um, what's it called when they redo something reboot reboot. I guess it's a reboot of Rocky Horror Picture Show, you mm-hmm. know, like which I haven't watched yet. But you can tell that instead of like trying to take I don't even know how you would do that, but take elements from it and make it into something new, mm-hmm. they're definitely going to do like a play-by-play of the original Rocky. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, I'm not excited about that at all. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, did you have thoughts on Noah's creepy, long um, <laughs> meta uh, monologues? or? I mean, it just seems like he, yeah, it just makes him even creepier. Yeah. Uh, like, it adds to the distrust of him for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I just... Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, Noah's a character, like, part of me wants to like him, and part of me does, but then part of me is just like, eh, there's something that doesn't sit well for him. Okay. Well, Noah's my favorite character, so... Oh, that makes me so <laughs> I was waiting for you to oh, ask yeah, me that, and then asked. I was gonna be like, and then I was gonna be like, who do you think my favorite <laughs> character is? I was actually thinking about, like... I was trying to guess who her favorite characters were. Yeah. I should have thought of You ruined that. I really You ruined that. I feel like it would be fairly obvious, though, that Noah would be my favorite character. I was totally like, that's going to be her favorite character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because he's, 
I don't know. He's kind of the outsider. He's kind of goofy, but he's mm-hmm. also like he's also like he never he's quirky but humorous as well. And he doesn't pine after any girls, yeah. um, which I really like. Um, that is, very and I know nice. that's one of uh, Kim's pet peeves. Yeah. So I really liked how him and Riley met. Um, how they talked about Elon Musk, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Oh, I love perfume." Right. <laughs> <And> <laughs> she was like, "I'm kidding." Um, I liked how he was like. You know, like, I like video games, and, like, I know people, like, that doesn't make me dorky. I'm going to show you why that's cool. And, like, mm-hmm. like that was their first date. It was really sweet. Um, I miss Riley. Yeah. <laughs> but. One of, I think the highlight of the show, whether you like um, Noah and Audrey or not, I feel like they're the highlights of the show. Yeah. Because their dialogue works best. Absolutely. Oh, what did the, uh, what is it like by Curious and... <laughs> by Curious and the Virgin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much that, that that's still a thing in the second season. Yes, yeah. Like, and other people pick up on it and start calling them that. <laughs> oh, no. It's, a, it's, I love them. And I also, even though I really don't like Emma, um, her and Audrey end up growing closer and kind mm-hmm. of like mending some fences and I really do enjoy seeing that because I really like Audrey. Yeah. Um, I really like Audrey and Noah's friendship. I, okay. I do really like their friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I can trust Noah, I like him. Yeah. Okay. My thing is though, and this is kind of another downside of the show in a way, that it gets better though. I should have put this under the get, it gets better. Um, is that the the dialogue is like terrible unless it's you know either not a reference to something mm-hmm. um or if it's Noah and uh Aub- Audrey I almost called her Aubrey <laughs> um they try to force feed too many pop culture references okay. in the first bunch of it like mm-hmm. even beyond the first five episodes they they kind of they make people who shouldn't probably be making pop culture references make pop culture references. Oh, okay. Um, and it doesn't land. There's like, there's, I, I can't remember what they are specifically, but there's something that Emma says, and I'm like, Emma, you, you, Emma you would not get this. You would not get this. I will say, though, <laughs> I know this is not in the first five episodes, their Halloween costumes are adorable. Oh, yes. <laughs> Wait, I'm trying to remember what Noah went as. Um, oh, Noah was Dracula, and it was right. adorable. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, yeah, so it's just, I mean, the dialogue kind of makes people unconvincing a lot of the time, I feel like. Um, mm-hmm. It makes sense to me for the outsiders to be relating everything to, like, pop culture and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And um, <laughs> Prime example, I have it written on here. This isn't really pop culture, but... Um, it really kind of kills me that Jake says to Will, stay out of this Abercrombie, or not stay out of, yeah, just stay out of this Abercrombie. It's like, Jake, shut your face. Okay, but that Like, was... you probably have a lifetime membership to Amber- Abercrombie yes. if they had something okay. like that. Right. But that was Will to Karen. Oh, it was? Yeah, he because, w- like, they were fighting over Emma, and I remember, because I was like, Will, I don't think that was an insult. <laughs> like, it like... was them, because it made no sense, because Karen doesn't look like that and at he doesn't, all. at all. Yeah, it, uh, you kind of just like Will. Do you? <laughs> like, I really kind of a compliment. Want Will to take a long walk off a short pier? Like yeah. I can't stand that guy. He's the worst. And I hate it that they try to make him sympathetic because oh, they he's do? not. 
I thought that was in the first five. Oh, maybe it's just yeah. their attempts fail so it's hard. Fail, it really fails. I mean, I know, like, <laughs> they, he's trying for a scholarship and to get into Duke, oh, and is that, yeah. because that, I mean. I mean, like, if that was an attempt, it really did fail. It really did fail, like, because yeah. I didn't even. Is the thing that's going on with Jake and him, is that revealed in the first? Wait, I don't. I mean, they're black, they were blackmailing. Okay. Um, they're blackmailing Brooke's dad. Okay. And, and. Episode five, I think Will like calls it off mm-hmm. or whatever because Jake had um, when they went to get the money, he like broke uh, Brooke's dad's nose, and then mm-hmm. Jake sits there and goes and tells Brooke yeah. that um, about Nina and Tyler's old business of doing this, mm-hmm. and then says that Will's keeping it up mm-hmm. and. Also, then her dad sees that, so I'm pretty sure her dad's gonna go after Will. Um, and it also looks like her dad killed her mom. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of that. Okay, like, okay, that's good. It one of the things I have written down is that it's terrible because like Will seems more ticked off at being used than you know him having done something morally like mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, I mean, like, from, I don't know even, the the first or second episode, like, he gets mad that he sat there and had sex with... Oh, yeah. Uh, what's her, the first one that died, Nina. Mm -hmm. And then, I think Brooke ends up telling Emma or whatever, and he goes and, like, threatens Brooke. Oh, yeah, that was so intense. And... Yeah, I mean, I really you can, hated him. He's, he's such just, a crap face. I hate him. He really is. Like, he's the worst of the worst. Like, Jake's not a good guy either. Mm-mm. But, like, I much prefer horrible people who acknowledge their horribleness. Mm-hmm. Like, Jake doesn't try and hide it. Mm-hmm. He's manipulative and is, right. is trying to ma- put Will in a bad light to Brooke. I but, was really surprised that book. Brooke was it like Brooke bought his like lie? I right. Because really, like she's also that kind of person, so I kind of like was waiting for her to be like, okay, Jake, I know you must have been on this too or something. But right. I guess I can buy that the shock of seeing her dad uh, carry this body shaped bag into his car mm-hmm. right. would have distracted her from that. Well, and here's one thing though that I think was interesting, but sometimes a bad idea was the timing of the show. You know, most most shows, and I'll, I'll weave this back in, but most shows, you know, the episode itself will take place over however much the creators want it to take place over. It might be okay. a day, it might be a few hours, it might be a week. But then by the time the next episode rolls around, it's usually, um, unless the previous episode took a week, you know, the next episode is a week from where the last one ended or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's it kind of gives it almost like a real-time feel. This show's not like that at all. It's usually only like a day or two in between yeah. each thing. And so there's so many bad things happening so quickly mm-hmm. that, especially because the that reveal was in like the fourth or fifth episode, mm-hmm. something like that. So like that's only like two or three days away from when Nina was killed originally. Maybe okay. Maybe a little bit more. Like, not even a whole week. Mm-hmm. And so that's a whole lot of, like, friends. Oh, and that's after Riley 
died too. That's like a whole lot of friends that have died and betrayal and like upheaval and things like that. Like nothing's settled. So, I mean, it's hard to keep perspective on how people should feel. Like keep that realistic. Yeah. And I don't mean just for us. I feel like the writers don't always do a good job Mm -hmm. of making the timeline match how people react to things. Um, Yeah. Like, uh, this is kind of related, but not not really. But it also makes me... Like, we see their reaction to Nina's death, which isn't very much. Um, but with, then I really like how we get to contrast their emotions with Riley's death. Yes. Which, like, they feel real loss with mm-hmm. Riley dying. Uh, I was going to say, actually, probably one of my favorite scenes is actually between Brooke and Emma mm-hmm. after Riley's death and in... Uh, I think Emma's bedroom or Brooke's, one of their yeah. bedrooms or whatever, where like they're both trying to process their grief, and you actually see they really did mm-hmm. love their friend. They really did care about their friend. Yeah. Um, and at one point, Brooke make some like insulting comment about uh, Riley or whatever, but it it's showing her grief because Emma goes, "I miss her too." Like, and you see that mm-hmm. it's just her way of trying to cope a little bit. Yeah. And it really wasn't, like, a harsh comment, like, any of the comments they were saying about Nina or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, Nobody was sad to see Nina go. No. <laughs> well, I think they were they were sad because it's a sudden loss, but I don't think that they were like, my life is going to be worse without them. Right. And I think that's, that's the difference Jake between... Was, I think Jake was like, maybe he'll be better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To, to Nina's death, not Riley's death. Um... But yeah, I also just really love Brooke in that scene too. Like, I don't know. I can I can definitely see where Brooke could grow, like from, mm-hmm. and that's where they kind of start softening her up and mm-hmm. start seeing, like, have her reevaluate herself for one. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and so I can see her if she actually is trying to be better and as she's coping with all this stuff, I can see where Brooke could become somebody that I actually liked. Yeah. Because right. I did like her in the fifth episode. Mm-hmm. I I feel I don't know I feel the most conflicted about Brooke I feel like because oh, yeah. I, I at the same time I think she's probably the most realistic ca- character in the whole thing she's pretty she's she's a very complex person and I I actually have it in here what is Brooke's motives <laughs> she's a bee but she's nice soft <laughs> but dirty and scandalous like what's going on I, like dot 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 weird <laughs> Because it's, she's written very dynamically um, by, like, I don't even know. Like, it's hard to wrap my head around her because, mm-hmm. not that she's just, like, fascinating, but I feel like she's more realistic. It's hard for me to relate to her because I'm not that catty kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't give you tons of, like, reasons for why she is the way that she is. Like, we know that her home life isn't great. But we don't see enough of it to be like, oh, that sucks, yeah. you know? Um, I also think it's, like, um, that kind of reminds me of that kind of, like, comment or little speech that she gave uh, Jake when they were talking about what scene they were going to do for English class. And she's like, it's, um, what's it? Honesty is just a campaign promise. And you're mm. either the cat or the mouse. And mm-hmm. kind of the way that she delivers that line always makes me go, like, no, don't do that. <laughs> but... <laughs> um, I think part of it, 
I think that explains Brooke in a lot of ways. First off, Odyssey is a Kane Kane promise, and her dad's like this politician. I think that she get she got a lot of her lessons uh-huh. on like how to deal with people by how he conducted himself with people. Maybe that's just one theory. Um, I feel like, sorry, I'm interrupting no, you, but I feel like it might be that she's not force-fed to you in a way that I would expect the show mm-hmm. to, and maybe that's why I feel so weird about her, because I feel like normally when shows want you to, like, feel sympathy or empathy for, like, the the queen bee type person, um, it's, they do it by force-feeding you, like, their terrible home life, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Something like that, but they don't really, I mean, you know that it sucks, but, like, mm-hmm. They don't spend tons and tons of time on that. No, that's true. Not not like in proportion to what you think that they would, especially once you find out everything about like mm-hmm. what's going on with her dad and everything. Yeah. Um, so I I don't know. I think in some ways then that she's written very intelligently. I think one of the the reason I like Brooke and characters like Brooke is like I never really know kind of what decision they're going to make and I'll always find it interesting what they decide to do mm-hmm. especially when compared to a character like Emma who I feel like you know she I feel like I pretty much know what Emma is going to do like when she's confronted with someone something if someone's done something wrong like I feel like I know how she's going to react or what she's going to take on to herself or whatever um but with Brooke, like, I just find her decisions more interesting and her actions more interesting to watch because she has, like, these real decisions that she has to make to change. Mm-hmm. Also, also, I thought it was crazy that, like, she really, really believed that her dad killed her mom for a while, you know? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't. <laughs> We're going to cut all this out. Yes, yes, but I still might watch stuff. Sorry. <laughs> out of all the spoilers, that's not a huge one. Sorry about that. Okay, Nobody never mind. criminal. Just Okay. Yeah. There's still way. something, but anyway. Um, anyway, she is, like, fully convinced that her dad has killed her mom, and maybe he has. <laughs> um and, like, I feel like that says a lot about kind of, like, her relationship with her parents. Like, not Because, like, I would never think that my mom had killed, like, my stepdad. Mm. You know? I would never believe that. Right. Well, I mean, like, maybe if I saw a video of her <laughs> killing him. I was going to say, if you, if you saw, like, what looked like your, your stepfather in a, ba- a body bag being dragged across the floor. By my mom. By your mom. I would be like, man, mom, you've really gotten strong. <laughs> <laughs> like, that hip replacement surgery really worked. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Have you been trying to say something? You think you've been trying to say something for like 15 minutes. I mean, um, no, I was just going to bring up the parents and kind of like yeah. their ah. their lack of um, existence. Yeah. Because I That's feel like in... Um, Keep going. You're distracting me. I feel like in a lot of kind of teen geared TV shows mm. like this... They normally do, though, the parents don't play a huge role, but they play an impactful role when they're there. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like any of these parents play an impactful role. 
uh, in Gossip Girl, you had a couple of decent parents, and overall, you had horrible parents. But the parents for me for Gossip Girl were what interested me the most. Mm-hmm. Um, in the OC, you have some horrible parents, and you have the Coens who are amazing. Mm-hmm. Some seasons, yeah. Some seasons, <laughs> some seasons, not so much. Yeah. Um, One Tree Hill, you have Lucas's mom, who's amazing, and then she goes away. But then Dan, who's horrible. You know, like, but the parents, while they might not be on screen that much, they have a very impactful role. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like that in this case. Like, yeah, yeah, he's the sheriff, but so what? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's the Emmy, and she's Daisy, but... So, like, you you don't really see much of her relationship with Emma. You don't see their impact. Like, I could care less about the parents. Mm -hmm. And for me, for shows like this, the parents, normally there's a few that are my love-to-hate characters. And then there's a few that are, like, they're awesome and I love them. Yeah. And so that, again, this just goes back to the characters. There's not a lot of likable, I love these characters, characters Mm -hmm. in the show. And the parents, you know, definitely that's, I just, yeah, you don't even need them at all. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know. I know. I agree with everything you, what you're saying. And I feel like what you're, you were saying it as a, like, uh, criticism, but sometimes I think that I prefer shows where the parents aren't there. Like, it yeah. brings me back to Vampire Diaries, where all the parents die. Well, and if the if the <laughs> I feel like the parents don't need to be there at all. Yeah. Then, mm-hmm. like, and I'm cool oh, with okay. that. Mm-hmm. Like, but they just because I feel like, and you have this in YA novels too. Like, parents don't play a huge role. Yeah, and that's fine. But if you're gonna have the parents in the TV shows, then like, mm-hmm. make them count. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I will say, I mean, I don't think that um, Emma's mom ever really becomes an impactful character in Emma's life. Nope. But um, I will say that I just had a theory about where season two is going and that it's got, like, she's kind of there to, like, reveal stuff about the past. That's, you know what, that's actually probably why she's mostly there to <laughs> give Emma some backstory. Right. She comes in when we need, when they're like, all right, we're time to reveal, like, this little tidbit well, about and, what happened back then. Yeah, and she should be, like, one of the driving forces in yeah. a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But she's not because yeah, she's she is not. who he was, who uh, whatever his name was. And see, like the names don't even stick with me that much. Yeah. That Brandon James, James. Brandon yeah. James yeah. like she was who he was obsessed with. Mm-hmm. She, in some ways, is what this is all centered around, or it's yeah. what at least in the first five episodes, what they're leading you to believe. So she should be have a more impactful full role, yeah. and and it's just to every now and then offer a few things or yeah. whatever or I would be like if I was her I would like have Emma like guarded like 24-7 you know mm-hmm. like someone sent you like an animal's heart you know right <laughs> like why are you that's true that's very I mean like I'm really glad that she doesn't because I want to see these people make a lot of dumb decisions but it's not realistic mm-hmm. <laughs> well here's what I want you to read Kim uh-huh read, what am I pointing at the second bullet under cons. Everyone suffers from copophobia and or idiot adult-itis. <laughs> idiot adult-itis, yes. Uh-huh. Yep. Because, that's, I agree, they, 
um, by having the characters in there, they're they kind of just stand in the way or they don't react how people normally would. Like, it would be better without them or if... And see, okay, I shouldn't say this because I haven't actually watched Titanic, but I kind of feel like her mom should be almost like future Rose in this. Like, she should be relaying the story. She should be oh, a vehicle okay. through mm -hmm. which, you know, things are told. Mm -hmm. But here's... When the second season rolls around, you find out she ain't even told you everything yet. No, she hasn't. At all. Like, even with everything <laughs> that you found out at the end of the season, mm -hmm. there's, like, this whole nother layer. Well, and, I, I, know, I think I know what the next layer is. Like, Can I... I have a guess of some of the stuff. Like, I feel like Brandon didn't die then. And actually, they ended up having a relationship or something. And he and he is actually Emma's father. That's my, kind of my I've been guess. wondering that, too. Uh, that, that definitely is how it seems like they could easily play it in the first five episodes. Yeah. They... You're saying in in relation to the first five episodes that we watched? Yes, because those oh. were the only the first the only episodes. No, I've seen. I didn't. <laughs> my brain thought you were saying they could be revealing that for the first five episodes of the of the second season. Oh like no, you're seeing them lay the groundwork for that being the driving thing of next season. Uh no, just in general, like that that could be yeah. one of the things that they relay. No, I've been wondering that too. Um, I guess that kind of circles back around to a little bit what we were talking about earlier is that. I will say, the one thing about this show is that the person that I suspected at one point, and that was always in the back of my mind, was the person. Um, and so that was, that was interesting to me at the same time, but I had no evidence. For season had, one? Yeah. I just had a gut feeling. Mm -hmm. Um... But at the same time, it's not really all that surprising, seeing as they make you suspect everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That was all I had for that. <laughs> Let's get Kim over with. Kim, would you keep watching, or, like, what are you going to do? I'm gonna guess no, at least not anytime soon. Like, I, there's a part of me that, like, wants to know what happens, and I don't really want to go spoil it for myself, but I really don't have the interest to go finish watching it, at least at this point in time. Yeah. I have other shows on my Christmas break to-do list, mm -hmm. and just other things on my Christmas break to-do list, which is gonna get in the way of my binge watching. I know. Uh, so... I wouldn't say I'll never return to it, but I don't see me continuing on with it right now. And uh, Janelle, are you going to wa watch those last two episodes? <laughs> <laughs> I am going to watch the last two of the season, but here's the thing, and I, I don't think I've said this on mic yet, but, like, I've... In preparing for this podcast episode, I accidentally spoiled mm -hmm. um, the the twist of the second season, and now I'm, like, kind of sad, and unless they do, like, a really good job of that... Because yeah. I didn't see the reasoning behind the okay. twist. Um... I don't know if you'll be sad. I, I'm nervous, but go ahead. Keep going. I, I mean, it kind of depends on how that happens as to whether I'll keep watching. Okay. Um, I mean, and also, right now there's no more new episodes. So. Yeah. But also, like, you know, what I've going on. Because this is... I don't think this would ever be a show that I would have, like, on the top of my watch list by okay. any means. Mm -hmm. um, 
but I could see myself coming back in a few years if I haven't kept up with it and, and going and watching it all again or watching whatever I haven't watched yet. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. I like that. My curiosity. <laughs> so what are we watching next? I think next week is Kim's week, right? Yes. And we are going to watch Gilmore Girls A Year in the Life. <gasps> what I figured. Yes. This is the perfect time. I was so excited to rewatch it. Um, and this is perfect because uh, not in releasing, but in recording, we'll have like a bit, little bit longer. Right. Uh, yeah. Because we are watching all four 90 minute episodes. We're just diving okay. in for the whole thing. <laughs> so if you want more I Love It Don't You content, visit iloveitdontyou.wordpress.com or you can email us at iloveitdontyou1 at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us on all our social media platforms. And if you liked us, please be kind and review us on uh, iTunes. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>